Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Saturday, 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 another edition. It's a beautiful day for a podcast. Let's do one. What do you say? Welcome in the beginning of another podcast, the fifth hour with Ben Maller. And we do this eight days a week, the spinoff of the Overnight Show, and so happy you have found us. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. And remember, wherever you get podcasts, you found it. And you've seen the description, so you know what's coming up on this podcast. But the iHeart Podcast Network and wherever you decide to get your audio content, the fifth hour is available in the air everywhere. In this case, in the podcast world, every single place. Now, Mr. West of the 405, David Gascon, is too busy to do the podcast this weekend. And so we are joined... For better or worse, by Kevin O'Connell, who has filled in for Koopa Loop. In fact, last week he filled in for Koopa Loop, and he's here for his maiden voyage on the podcast. So, Kevin, I hope you're prepared for this. You know, I figured, Ben, two times this week wasn't enough. I had to fill in for Gascon, too, and get you a couple more times. Third time's the charm. Third right? time's Isn't the charm, that? exactly. It's, it's been a busy week with you. Yeah, yeah. Has your life changed in a magical ways that you've been on the show so much? Just drastically. I mean, ways I can't even explain on air. Yeah, you have a little more pep in your step. Yeah, yeah. You you pump your chest out a little bit, walk around like a peacock. Yeah, everyone's like, what's up with Kevin today? I'm like, well, I've been working with Ben Maller this week. What do you expect, you know? And then they say, who? Who? You got to explain. You got to explain who it is. And it's a whole. It's a whole to do and all that. So, yeah. uh, very very nice. Well, I know a little bit about you, Kevin. Can we put you on the hot seat? Let's Are we allowed it. to do that? Of course. Right, so, of course. This is your show. You tell me. Yeah. Exactly. So you're from Orange County, right? I'm from Orange County, but you're. 
Boston. Your family's a Boston family. Is that, am I correct in that? Correct, yes. I'm born and raised in Orange County, uh, North Orange County, Placentia for the most part. And my dad is from Rhode Island. So not technically Boston, but close enough. Rhode Island. I still have family back there. My cousin's in Maine. One cousin's yeah. in downtown Boston. And my aunt and uncle are still in Rhode Island, actually. So, yes. Yeah. Background of all Boston teams. So... When you were younger, did you always go to like the Rhode Island and yes. Boston for vacation? So yeah, I guess. yeah, 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 yeah. Been yeah, there yeah. plenty yeah. of times, and then now you know, once I turned twenty-one, then I stayed pretty much just in Boston. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Why would you, you know, get all the bars and all that going on in Boston? So sure. And then now, have you ever thought about working in Boston, moving to Boston? I would love to. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. I've looked up jobs at, you know, of course, WEI. You've talked about it before. I think you worked there for a little bit. I did. And, uh, you know, big fans of those guys, of course. That's where I get most of my Boston content from. And, yeah, I've looked up jobs for sure, and I would absolutely move there. The only thing that would stop me would obviously be the weather, of course. Yeah, it's nasty, man. It yeah. is. And I've only been there for like a week at a time when the weather's horrible or a couple weeks at a time when the weather's horrible. But, yeah, if you're living there, it's like, geez. It's pretty much like... Well, you, I'm sure your dad's told you, your relatives, it's like yeah. five months of the year. It's brutal. Yeah, I mean, why do you think he's out here? He he actually <laughs> helped a buddy move when he came out here, and then he liked it so much that he drove right back, grabbed his stuff, and drove right back to California and says, I'm moving here too. <laughs> he saw the woman and the weather, and he said, this is enough for me. <laughs> there you go. What more do you need? That's it. Right there. Exactly. Done. Problem solved. Right there. Absolutely. And so, now, there's another thing, you, and I think you mentioned this on the show a couple months ago, that you know a guy that I know before I got into radio I when I was in high school to make a little extra money I had a little side hustle where I would hang out and get autographs and then sell most of them I didn't sell all of them I sold most of them and then I would spend the money to like go to games I mean I had a whole racket going but there's and I haven't I haven't really kept in contact with any of those guys that I ran with back in those days. But you know one of them, right? You're familiar with one of those guys that that knows the dark secrets of my past. Yes, yes, the very dark secrets. His name is Jim Rafferty, and he owns a bar in Placentia, my hometown, like I was just talking about, called Kelly's Corner Tavern. It's the greatest bar. I worked there for a little bit right when I graduated college. Everyone I know, my family, my friends, we all go there. We support him. We actually did a GoFundMe for him when this pandemic hit. And great guy and small world. You guys know each other, and you guys got into some, uh, some dark days back in your, what, teenage days, right? Yeah, I was in I was in high school, and uh, it was the, mostly in Anaheim. I, I did a little bit of LA stuff, but it was mostly in Anaheim. And yeah, we would just like stalk baseball players at hotels and restaurants, and we ran the joint. We had, it was wild back in in those days. Some of the stuff that that took place and had a great time. I and mean, we we found ways to sneak into the big A through the back. We, I mean, stuff stuff you'd be like sent to you know the who's gal for these days. But we we had a whole racket going back then. It was a lot of fun, and so so that's pretty cool. Oh, and then the other fun fact about about you, uh, Kevin, is you've actually had. I don't know if it's a fun fact, but you've had the COVID. Yes, I am. I am a COVID survivor. Yes. Yes. And and you said it. You had a very mild. It didn't really affect you much. Am I correct in that? Did- yeah, I had the chills and some sweats for one night, just one overnight. I woke up and I had a feeling, you know, after that. But uh, I went, got tested, and tested positive. But after that one night, I had some sniffles, like a mild cold for a couple of days, and then literally probably four or five days after that night, I was 
completely fine. I quarantined, of course. Um, yeah. I actually quarantined with my dad because he tested positive the same, same day because we went out of town be- with each other the weekend before. And he's 60 years old, and he was he had the same thing. He had one night of sweats and everything, and then he was good, and we quarantined together for a couple weeks. Wow. All yeah. Right. And so you, did you lose your... I, I've, I've read that people lose their sense of smell and taste. Did, did that happen to you? No, I didn't. I oh, had a, I've had a few friends and family members actually have that to them. But yeah, that didn't happen to me or my dad. And I'm very thankful for that for sure. Now, the people that you know that have lost their sense of taste and smell, has it come back yet or is it still gone? Oh, yeah. No, it was just uh, about a week or so. Probably a little oh, okay. over a week, maybe. Um, I think the person, the longest I've known is maybe two weeks or so. Yeah. Um, but no, they're fine. They're fine now. That, this was, what, seven months ago now? Back in early July? Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Good. Everyone's good. All right. Everyone's all right. So just just checking in that. All right. Yeah. We, we, now we've learned. See, there we've learned a little bit about about you, Kevin. Is there any other fun facts you'd like to share with the class, or is that is that enough? Um... No, nothing off the top of my head. I'm not too interesting, you know. And just uh, no, no, you're not yeah. supposed to say that. Yeah. The first rule of advertising. <laughs> That's true. You That's never, true. right? You yeah. never say I'm not a. It's like I, I tell my wife this. You know, my my wife. We've been selling some of the stuff. You know, my as we're going through my dad's stuff. There's stuff we're getting rid of and whatever. And so, rather than say, hey, you know, this so and so is not that good, but do you want it? No, you you sell it, and then you know, at the end, you start with a positive, go negative, and then go positive. See, right? I'm already learning things from you here, Ben. Yeah. We're no, no. eight minutes in. Well, no, see, see what I learned, Kevin, I learned this about simple human nature, right? I can, I've had a lot of meetings with program directors and radio, and I've learned the tricks. Like, they always start out with a positive. Boy, Ben, you sound really good. I like the show. And then they move into, but, and then they just bring down the hammer. But then they finish with, oh, by the way, I, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing so and so. You know, so they, it's positive, negative, positive. Okay. But, yeah. There's a whole science behind this. Well, it works. It works for sales also. It like works in the sales world true, a little true. bit also. Okay, so, can I? Can I? I'll say one thing then. I do have a, another job. I run a uh, HVAC company with my dad. That makes it a little interesting, right? We have a oh, little really? family business. Yeah, that we do on the side here. Look at you. Yeah, in Orange it's, County, it's, it's, LA. Now, there's a lot of money in that, right? Because they, didn't they change the... No, I mean, they changed the... In California a few years ago, didn't they... They got rid of... What's the... The Freon? Uh, Freon, yes. Yes, yes. yes. It is that old... Yeah. Uh, yes. The R22 um, Freon. But yes, there's a lot of... I've been doing that since I was probably 16, you know, helping them out. But the last four or five years, I've definitely done a lot more with them. And we are... Business is uh, booming again this year. We had a little time off during the winter, but you know, as soon as that yeah. sun comes out in California, people <laughs> they jump all over it. Yeah, where I'm living at the house I'm in right now, we actually have a Freon air conditioning uh, unit, and they told us like we're going to have to get rid of it because uh, when, when it breaks, I guess you can't repair it or something like that. They said, yeah, like yeah, it's the whole like you were saying the California rule where you have to put, put the new Freon in, and the old systems don't take the. Uh, the, the new Freon, they're just trying to uh, cycle it out, if you will. Kind of like the asbestos, the old ductwork, stuff like that. and uh, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah So if you ever need well, anything, you know who to call, Ben. I, 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 now I know. Yes. I did not know that. Yes, yes. The things you learn. Yeah. The things you learn. So now your dad taught you everything, and did you, did you have to go to school, or your dad taught you everything? No, he taught me everything. He went to school when he was younger, and he actually he works for L.A. County um, as a refrigeration supervisor for the jails, all of L.A. County jails downtown, and then he kind of does this on the side, and he's taught me everything as far as residential um, since, like I said, I was about 16 or so. I've never gone to school for it. Um, I've gone to regular school, but not... Uh, anything as far as a trade for it. 
So your dad has to go into the prisons and fix the refrigerators? He he used to be involved in the prisons. Now he's more of a supervisor sitting on the desk. But he kind of has, a, for most of his career, a truck route where he would go from, um, yeah, either jails to jails, walk around. He's His first, uh, not first job, but main job for a while was a Twin Towers jail. And actually, you know what's funny? I'm thinking about this. Since he worked with, obviously, Coop, Justin Samponia was in Liar Liar. He was there when they were filming when... when uh, um, Jim Carrey got arrested in that jail or in that scene where they're in the jail making a phone call. He was around for that. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's kind of a fun factor. Yeah. Fun fact. So how long does it take you if somebody I'm just curious how the air conditioning business works. I want to go back to that. So how mm-hmm. how long if I, I call you up, I say I need my air conditioning replaced or whatever, you gotta buy the stuff, obviously. But how, can you just do it in how many hours does it take to switch out an air conditioner? Uh it, Obviously, it depends on the size of the house, the um, the system, everything. But if I mean, if you're just changing out the equipment itself, meaning just like the furnace and just the condenser, we yeah. can get that done in one day. Rip yeah. out, rip out the old stuff, put in the new. But then, you know, we like to do it the right way, as we say, and we like to keep it nice and clean. And um, yeah. we, you know, take our time and we do it the right way. And adding new ductwork, everything's all about the ductwork too. So it could take up to a few days, two to three days, if you do the whole change out of everything. Yeah. So you spent a lot of time in attics. Yes, mm-hmm. a lot of time. I'm the attic guy. That's what they call yeah. me. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Your, your dad's probably like, oh, get up in the attic. You're, you're younger. Get <laughs> yeah. up in the attic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I try to keep him out, you know. And, you know he's, yeah. he's 60 now. I don't want him going up in there. That's what I'm that's where, all the, that's where all the nasty stuff is, man. That's where the that's where the varmints are running around the attic. I, I bet you've seen some crazy stuff in attics, right? I mean, bugs and critters and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, surprisingly, I mean, I've seen a lot, uh, quite a few, but not as many as you would think for how long I've been doing this for almost what 50, almost fifteen years now. And I've probably only seen maybe two live rats, and I've seen plenty of dead ones and traps or something like that, but uh, yeah. not as much as you would think, actually. Well, I, where I live at the at the Maller Mansion, I have heard critters running around in the attic, but I've never gone up to see what kind of critters there are. I, I'm convinced it's like a squirrel. It's Because I have a lot of squirrels around where I live here, and I'm, I'm thinking one of them got, or two of them got in the attic and were running around, but I haven't heard it. I think it died. So <laughs> It's I, probably I just that. stuck up in there somewhere? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if it has like a door. It goes out, and he's only there for the summertime, and I, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, you're off the hot seat now, Kevin. Congratulations. You're thanks, off thanks. The, that was uh, fun. Yes. All right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, so I've, I've memory lane here I wanted to talk about. So before working with Eddie, I've been with Eddie for a long time, I did the overnight show with Karen Kay. KK, as we call her. And this week, I reached out to Karen. I had not talked to Karen in a good amount of time. But on January 20th, the day that Joe Biden was sworn in as the new president of the United States, I sent KK a text. And the reason I sent KK a text, that was an important day. Uh, We like round numbers. We like anniversaries, human beings, right? Markers. Because without... Without those markers, it's all just a big blob. Life's just a big blob, right? That's the reason we have holidays, because it, otherwise it's just the monotony of the daily life, and you need things to break up the monotony, and so we have these holidays. But I reached out to KK, sent her a few text messages, because that was the anniversary of something that we both have in common. That was the 12th anniversary of my exit stage right I'd been working at Fox Sports Radio since it launched up until 2009, January 20th, 2009. Barack Obama was to be sworn in as the president of the United States that particular day. And I was given the boot. I was excommunicated from uh, from Fox Sports Radio, one of the worst decisions they ever made. And uh, so I, I was... At that time, I remember very well. I just give you the story if you're new to the the story and you've not heard it. I've told it a few times over the years, but I was looking forward, first of all, to watching the presidential inauguration. Believe it or not, even though I uh, lean more to Team Red, uh, I I enjoy the political nonsense with presidents being sworn in, things like that. And I always pull for the president. Why would you not pull for the president? Because you're an American, whether it's a Democrat or Republican. So I've always believed in that. That's how I was raised, and so. I was looking forward to seeing it. It was historic. I heard a lot of a lot of things. Barack Obama, the first black president and all this stuff. So I was looking forward to watching. And uh, the night before, the night before, it was one of the craziest nights in my radio journey. So at that time, the show was called The Third Shift with Ben Maller. And came in. It was a normal night. I remember I was doing a monologue about Bill Cowher. For some reason, that's what I remember. I don't remember exactly what I was saying about Bill Cowher, but I was, I was doing some rift about Bill Cowher. And I, f- I forget what exactly had happened, whether he had left the Steelers or had just left the Steelers or he was up for a coaching job somewhere else. Or there was some, something with Bill Cowher that was going on at that time. So I'm you know, doing my thing, talking about Cowher. And I, 
I got tipped off from someone that we were going to be fired or laid off, however you want to call it, the next day. Now, keep in mind that that breaks the fourth wall, if you will. I think I'm saying it the right way here because there's a cardinal rule in radio that you never get a final show. You never get a final show. Now, there are exceptions to the rule. If you're an all-time legend, uh, they let you get a final show and you could say goodbye. But generally speaking, if you're just a rank-and-file radio person, you don't get a final show. Your final show, they pull you... At the end of the show, they, they give you an envelope with some cash and say, get the hell out of here. Take a, here's a box and fill it up. Um, but technically, that night, that final night, I think it was like a Monday, if I remember correctly. I'd have to go back and check. But uh, we did get a final show because the company had sent out an email. I got an email about, I think it was about half an hour into the overnight show that said there was a mandatory meeting at 3 o'clock the next day. Now, if you know how corporate America works and the corporate world they don't send emails telling you to go to a meeting after 5 p.m. You know what I mean? Like during regular business hours, you would send an email, you know, 8 in the morning, 9, 10, what, all the way up through like about 5 o'clock. But after that, generally is taboo. So I get this email, you know, late at night demanding that I show up for this very important meeting at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on, so this is actually January, it's the overnight in early morning hours on January 20th, you could say it's the tw- no, 19th, but uh, so anyway, I get the, the email, whatever, and uh, and then we were tipped off before that, that there were going to be mass uh, layoffs coming, and a number of us were going to be uh, let go, and so I was numb. I remember the feeling I had was numb. I was like, it was. I I couldn't focus on anything, and it was really, you know, you imagine the feeling you've been in a, a situation similar in your life. And uh, so anyway, I, I called the, uh, you know, I text Karen Kay this week to reminisce. I did not reach out to Bergie. I was going to text Bergie. He's a big radio executive now. Greg Bergman was my producer at the time, and he's uh, he's doing very well for himself. In, uh, in L.A. radio. So I did not reach out to him, but I, I did reach out to KK. I also remember that day, I recall calling my dear old mom, may she rest in peace, and I had to tell her, Mom, I got let go again. Because <laughs> uh, I hadn't been let go in a long time, but I, I had had a few um, divorces, shall we say, in the early part of my my radio career. But usually I, 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 I was pretty lucky where I would just transfer. Like I started in San Diego radio. I did that for a few years in the 90s. And then they, the company I was working for launched a station in the Los Angeles market. And I was based in Orange County covering all of Southern California, mostly L.A. and Orange County. And so they're like, well, you're already in L.A. Why don't we just transfer you to the L.A. station? So I went there. They then got rid of me. So I got laid off from that. I had a college football job I got laid off from, or fired, however you want to say it. And there were a few other sporadic things. But it had been a decent amount of time since that before I got the the walking papers from, from Fox. But it only lasted six months and 26 days. And during that time, I filled in at a couple of radio stations. I had auditions. Uh, I did some – that was my first appearance actually doing local – 
radio at WEEI. I filled in for the great Mikey Adams on WEEI, and that was my first taste of that. The show that I had done was on in the Boston market. We did pretty well there, and so that was cool. Had a good time, and uh, but my mom was very supportive. Uh, as you know, that's what a good mom does, and very encouraged me to keep you know get back, you'll get another job, blah blah. You know, these people are idiots, blah blah blah. But uh, but it, it only lasted about seven months, a little less than that, and then I came back, and so I've been back at the company for I guess eleven and a half years, almost eleven and a half years. The second run, the first run was uh, what nine years. It was nine years, and then the second run's been yeah. So it's all all together. It's over twenty years now. Which where the hell has that happened? How the hell did that happen? Uh, my goodness, I, I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share that with you, and uh, so that's that's the deal. All right, now we have pop quiz, pop quiz coming your way, and so we're gonna bring back Kevin, Kevin O'Connell. He was on the hot seat earlier. So the way this works, Kevin. Is I will I, I search the internet I find interesting questions uh, somewhat pop culture related when I say pop culture it's like mostly about day to day life the American experience living life day to day right and so then you have to try to answer and uh, and then that's how we're gonna do it. okay got it let's do it all right all right so here we go this is a pop quiz thirty nine percent of parents have admitted. They've used their kid as an excuse to buy this. What is it? To buy this. A TV? TV. All right. Kids love television. That's not a bad guess. No, Happy Meal. What? Yeah. Really? Why would you buy? Happy Meal? Yeah, why would you buy a Happy Meal if you're an adult? I don't know. What do you want, the toy? Maybe. A Happy or, Meal. Or wow. they could be, it could be on a diet or something like that, and they just want the kitty meal because it's smaller portions. Or maybe they want those apple slices that you can get with that. I, right? I, yeah, I feel, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like if you really want those, you can order them separately, but yeah. to each their own, I guess. A Happy Meal. Okay. Yeah, wow. I didn't. I didn't like eating Happy Meals when I was a kid because it wasn't enough food. I mean, right. I liked. I liked the toy. I was all about the toy, but man. Yeah, it kind of shorts you on those. Yeah. All right, one in four of us cannot name a single one of these. Oh. One in four people. Cannot name a single one of these. One in four cannot name a it's single something. It's something involved in like, uh, like a neighborhood, shall we say. Like something you would do in a, a neighborhood. Something you would do in a neighborhood? One in four cannot name... One in four cannot name some one of these. Is that what you said? Yes. Um, oh man, I don't know. One in four cannot right. name. Yeah. The, it, all right. So twenty five percent, twenty five percent of people cannot name a single neighbor. Na- neighbor. Neighbor. Yeah. Really? Can you name the people? Can you name the people? You live. In, you said you live in Pasadena, right? Can you name the people you live around in Pasadena that live right next to you? I only know one person that lives in my apartment building below me, and his name is Lyle, I believe. I'm not even totally com- confident in that either. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm the same way. When I now, I live in a in a house now. When I lived in an apartment, I lived in an apartment in Hollywood for years, and. There were a lot of people coming and going. I didn't know anyone on my entire floor that I lived on, above, below, nobody. 
Yeah, now, I was. I'm, you know, I'm. I'm mostly a shut-in anyway. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm an introvert. But I. I didn't know anyway. Now here I know I have a couple of friends in the neighborhood, but as far as the people that live directly on either side, I don't really know them. I don't even really know their names. Like if somebody came up to me and said, "Hey, so and so needs some help," I'd be like, "Who the hell's that? I don't know who that. Is. You know, I, I have no idea. I mean, I they're nice people and they're good neighbors, but I, I just don't know their names. So you don't so, walk you don't walk the streets and say, "Hey, Jim, how's it going today?" Or "Good morning, Karen." Something oh, like that. No, no you're not no, that guy. God, oh God, no, no. I I, I don't want to be the busybody. I hate because I'm annoyed by the busybody. You know, I you know, I, I stay out of my business. You know, yeah. leave me alone. I'm that kind of guy. Yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I like it. All right, when it comes to First, you know, the first this, the first that. The, you know, people remember their first what more than anything. Hmm. You going to go third rail on this? Uh, no, uh, no, no, no. Um, uh, what do you think? I mean, I- what do you remember that was the first experience that that's the most vivid thing that you Car. remember? Let's go with car. That's right. Yes. Look at you. Boom. Car. There we go. They, uh, they uh, say a, a new study says that people remember their f- the type of car they had first. That's the thing that they remember. Yeah. I do. Th- yeah, I got my first car was a brown Volari was my grandfather's uh, my my dad's dad's car. And it it was like awesome. It was this big boat of a car. You know, anybody's first car is good because it's your freedom. But I loved that car, and it kind of smelled like my grandpa. You know, had his his cologne smell even years after he passed away. And it was big seats. It was like sitting on a sofa. I loved that car. It was great. Valari. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's it's an outdated car. It's for, you know from a different oh, okay different. Era. What was your first car? Uh, Silverado, Chevy Silverado, fifteen hundred. Silverado. Yeah, Christmas morning. It's like I can every time I hear that I, I hear about like Petros singing. Singing in one of those commercials he did back in the day, the, the Silverado thing. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities, 
and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right. uh, According to a new survey, 36% of people claim that they order this at a restaurant they go out to eat because they hardly ever make it at home. What is it? Ooh, uh, they hardly ever make it. So this is almost this is almost forty percent of people. Wow, that order this be- because they don't make it at home. Hardly ever. They don't make it at home. Yeah, I feel like it's something simple. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know people make steak. Uh, I ooh, you don't know. Yeah, let's go with uh, I, let's just go with let's go with a steak. Why not? Steak. All right. It's a fine guess. Probably off, but... You're off. Uh, it's the opposite of steak. Salad. Really? Yeah. I, uh, that popped in my head for a second, but I was like, those are so easy to make. My theory is that the reason people order salad when they go to a restaurant is because it makes them look like mm-hmm. they're healthy. Mm-hmm. Good call. Right? Yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. And the other people, oh, that, put, that person's healthy. They're eating salad covered with three gallons of salad dressing and a pound of croutons, but they're, you know, they're healthy. Don't forget the cheese. Oh, that's right. The, cheese. the cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah the cheese, man. <laughs> you got to load it up with cheese, too, but it's still a salad, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. My, my only idea, well, is uh, when I was a kid and my mom would try to get me to eat salad, I would never do it, but I'd eat the croutons. I'd always eat the croutons that's and the cheese. Food. That's right. Yeah. And the, and the salad dressing. That was always good, too. Good drink. <laughs> The salad dressing. <laughs> All right, uh, we're doing pop quiz here. Next up, since the pandemic began, doctors are reporting a tremendous increase in this type of injury with people staying at home quite a bit. Um, you know what? Let's stay on the cooking. Let's go with um, some type of... Like a burn or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like a the kitchen. burn yeah. or like a cut on your hand from a knife, something like that. Let's go with a burn, though, actually, because not yeah. not too many people use a knife. So we'll go with a burn. All right. Uh, no. Broken toes. <laughs> what? Why would that? Is that people walking around and they they have the lights off and they kick into something? Why would why would that be? That doesn't make sense to me. There's got to be a reason for it. It's got, let's think about this logically. Why would people have more broken toes? Staying at home. So I um I don't know. You get it from the couch and you kick your center or your uh, yeah. Like I can see that. Table, I guess, but but if you're home all the time, don't you then have more of a lay of the land? You can navigate your furniture at your house wherever you're at, right? Because yeah. you're there all the time. So you would, you would think so. Maybe maybe it's kids running around and causing a ruckus inside the house or something like that. Yeah, I, could, I, don't I don't know. All right. Yeah. Uh, here's another one related to the. We have a few more related to the pandemic according to a recent survey this was the most popular hobby in 2020 most popular hobby in 2020 yeah, most popular hobby Let's was. Go with, uh, survey says learning a new instrument uh, cooking Oh, damn. Why didn't I say on the culinary? Yeah, yeah. that's because every restaurant, it's hard to get food. Do the rest take out some yeah. places only and uh, no indoor dining and all that? Just so. just no salads, though. No salads. Yeah, exactly. No salads. You can't, because that's good. The, the lettuce and you buy cheese and all that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, last year, there were many people taking part 
in outdoor activities, obviously, right? People, because that's, you know, couldn't go indoors a lot mm-hmm. of places. The largest increase was golf. Golf was the biggest increase. What was number two, though? Outdoor activities in 2020. Ooh, outdoor activities, golf. Uh, I don't even know what you, Hmm, what can you play outdoors? Well, it doesn't have to be a sport. It can just be an activity. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I don't know, running, I guess? Running. All right. Uh, no, gardening. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't have guessed. No. Get your green thumb going. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I don't do any gardening myself, so I, that didn't even pop in my head. But you live in an apartment. Why would you do gardening? You yeah, live in an apartment. That's true. That's true. You, that's you mean, do indoor, indoor gardening, but that uh, gets you in trouble, depending on what you're growing in there. You know? <laughs> this that's is true. Trouble. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Most couples tend to do this in January more than any other month of the year. This is the most popular thing to do in January as opposed to any other month. Hmm. What do you think it is? Um, well, before the, I'm going to go with something before the pan. Uh, let's go. Uh, no, not vacation. I'm not sure. Um, no, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Get divorced. Break up. Oh, separate. Wow. Yeah. Really? The holidays did it yeah. for him, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's obvious, right? I mean, you got to get together with the, you got to stay together during Thanksgiving, yes, and Christmas. So for the in-laws or the relatives, or whatever, and then after that, you got a little bit of a break, but you got to break up in January because you don't want to still be together. If you hate the other person, when like Valentine's Day comes around, right? Like <laughs> that's true. You wanna, so you got a little time there, in, and that's the sweet spot. That's the Goldilocks zone to break up is in. In January, so. Damn. Wonderful. All right. right. Uh, Six in ten people, speaking of that, six in ten people say that they definitely delete this after a breakup. What is it? They definitely delete this after a breakup. Yeah. Uh, Delete this. Delete this. It's got to be an an app. No, pictures? Uh, No, it's the Our Song. You know know how couples Uh, have a song? Yeah. You, see how, you, many, you are, see how many relationships I've been in, Ben? <laughs> are you dating anybody here? No, are you? Uh, no, you're not. You no. want me to? You want me to hook you up? You know, I have a dating service, Kevin. We have a Do lot you? of great members of the Maller Militia. That uh, if you want, I can. You know, I can hook you up. Hey, you know, yeah. I'm a single man looking for something. So, yeah, it's tough being single during the oh. pandemic. It's hard to meet anybody. It's right? the worst. It's, it's it's very tough. Yes. Yeah. Everyone's yes. like looks at you like you got cooties and stuff. Yeah. They exactly. Don't get near you. Yeah. 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 All right, so what's next? One-third, here's one, one-third of people admit to eating this after it's been left out all night. What is it? One-third after it's left out all night. Ooh. Yeah, there's um, a food food dish. You leave it out on the table all night. You get up. You're like, I'd like to have some of that. <laughs> Depends if you're uh, hungover, maybe. But um, yeah. Well, this is a food that often goes with being hungover. I was going to say pizza. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. okay, okay, all right. Pizza is the most malleable food. You can you can eat it hot, cold, laying out around on the table. It's could be the most perfect food dish. That's a weasel term, but yeah. is there any other food that you can just have lay around that you would like eating? Like if I, I like tacos, if I left tacos on the counter all night, I wouldn't eat them. I like a cheeseburger. If I ate a cheeseburger after it's been laying around, I'd probably get some disease or something. But pizza, yeah, do it. Anytime, any temperature, anywhere, you can eat it. Well, 
All right, uh, 51% of people say they would rather have jury duty than give up blank for a week. What is it? Um, give up their phone. Their phone. All right. Uh, no, coffee. Oh, wow. I'm not a coffee drinker. Are you a coffee drinker? I am a coffee drinker, yes. Not heavy, but I do have one cup every morning when I wake up. Now, are you like bougie or like a chain coffee place or you make it at home? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I, well, I usually make it at home, but I love Starbucks. I, I'm no yeah. shame in that. I love Starbucks. My wife is addicted to Starbucks, too. Yeah, she, yeah. So I, I have to get like the the tea lemonade thing because okay. I don't drink coffee. So okay. I do. Yeah. You, you drink a lot of tea or no? The only one she goes to Starbucks and gets, gets me. No, no. My, okay. my 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 experience with tea is whenever I feel like my I might be getting sick, like I have a a, a throat issue, or you know, you, you feel that raspiness in your voice when you're about to get sick. Mm-hmm. So then I immediately start drinking gallons of tea and sucking on garlic to try to kill the illness in my throat. But that's about it. I mean, tea's okay. I don't hate it, but usually you end up having to put sugar and crap in it, and it's not particularly yeah. great for you. So yeah. True, true. All right. Uh, we'll get a few more here as we uh, press on with this wonderful Saturday edition of the podcast. Uh, what do we have here? Uh, let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. All right. The top three things in almost everybody's car. All right. Number one, on the floor of the car, a French fry. <laughs> number two is a, a coffee cup. Wouldn't be in my car. And then number three, what is number three? In somebody's car. Yeah, the stuff you would find. If you just randomly went to a garage and went through some cars, you'd find these three things. Uh, coffee cup, french fry, and uh, can I, trash? Well, that's a general. Yeah, I, was gonna say I like that. Because okay. you, yeah, you could you, know? you could argue a French fry that, would be I, trash, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, that's that that, be, that, uh, that's why I was kind of reluctant to say it. Um, I understand, but you did say it. You said it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Let's go All with right. a. Uh, let's go with a hat. A hat. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, no. How about like lip balm, chapstick? Uh, you know that stuff. You get that yeah. laying around the car in case it's windy and you get dry lips and you need that. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have one in my truck right there, ready to go at all times. So, that, yeah. You're prepared? Yeah. Like a, bo- like a Boy Scout, you have to be prepared. Absolutely. All right, a new report claims the average person will say this roughly five times by the end of today. What will they say? Five times a day, on average, we say this. Every single day. Is it only one word? No, it's more than one word. Okay. Uh, let's go with... Two words. Two words. Let's go with, uh, you know. You know. Yes. You know, you don't know. No. You know, you don't know. Yeah. No, I don't. You don't, I don't. you don't know what you don't know. You know, you don't know. Uh, the answer, thank you. Oh. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've met my quota. I've now met my quota of thank yous. I do not have to say thank you anymore. Uh, so that that's it for pop quiz. There was I saw a couple of bizarre stories that it caught my attention. I always love weird athlete injury stories. There was a story going around that a 25 year old guy had to retire from sport because of a thumb injury. We're talking, this video game guy. 
25 year old professional video game player forced to retire because of a thumb injury. How about that? Really? Yeah, he said, he wrote, it breaks my heart to step away from, from a game. I put my heart and soul into every single day for eight years, he said. And this guy, he's a New York guy. He's in a Call of Duty esports uh, situation. Wow. Well, uh, that's a lot of gaming. If you have to retire because of your thumb, you've used it so much. That's, that's a yeah. lot of gaming, I guess. I mean. uh, be careful, though, ripping the gamers, Kevin, because I had a kid that called me up from Boston and he was a professional gamer. He got hired. They moved him to L.A. And I believe he, at I think it was like 19 or something like that, and was making a ton more money than I was making playing video games all day and, and living in a house with a bunch of other video game nerds. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. It's, a wonder, it's a wonderful world, man. <laughs> it's not my world, but hey, if people making money like that, then I can't, can't hate on it. Yeah. If do your thing, I guess. Find a way to beat the system. That's the way the way to do it. All right. We're going to put the baby to bed. Uh, we thank you again. We'll have another podcast on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I guess I just said thank you another time. So I'll thank you, Kevin, as well, for sitting in for gag on. And I like you because you don't live west of the 405. You live east of the 405. So that's good. That's a point of demarcation for me. Uh, and uh, don't forget, if you want you want to hit, reach out to me on Cameo, Cameo.com, Ben Maller. Do a personalized video message. You want to know your own Maller monologue, whatever it might be, or you just want me to say hello, we can do that on there. It's not free, but it's not that much. And then on Twitter, at Ben Maller, Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox, and on Facebook, Ben Maller Show. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. The rest of your day today, we'll catch you next time. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.